Hello everyone, welcome back to the Find Your Feet podcast, a podcast show here to help you live your best life with me, Grace. And me, Abby. Your hosts. <laughs> welcome back to the show, everybody. Today we've got a fun little episode, because you guys know we're like obsessed with therapy. We, we fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, we do. We absolutely therapy love hose. therapy. Yeah, and we're always trying to like influence you guys to like get therapy and change your lives with it. But there's also so many things you can do outside of therapy that can like help you grow. Yeah. Or that you can do instead of therapy that can literally be just as transformative if you really just apply yourself to it. So we're going to discuss all that today. Yeah, because therapy does cost money. It does. And it's not always, you don't always have the cash to do it. Yeah. And sometimes, or you might actually just not want to do it. Yeah. So this is for all the people out there that maybe don't want to do it or aren't sure or don't have the money or whatever but so this episode is therapy jubes therapy jubes do you think because like everyone says it in an american accent it's like what even is the word anymore yeah no it's it's just like a bit of a bit of a fun episode like obviously therapy is very important it's not really much exact dupe for it no but a dupe is like a version of gets you good good ish good good enough result yeah to the real thing when you can't buy the real deal yeah <laughs> so so that's what we're doing today exactly well you started therapy last week i did first first um session back. oh yeah because the last episode i said it was my f- i was going yeah you were going yeah now i've been did you enjoy it yeah i loved it it was really really good the bit oh. i love the most is that you went and let <laughs> let it park at the end <laughs> I'm scared what you was going to say then. No, I'm not going to say anything about what you actually said. You know, well, when, I led when you park, went and led in the park, so you voice so note me and you were like lying in the park on the floor at half ten in the morning. <laughs> like I on a even... fucking Thursday morning or something. And then some old man, hello, hello, are you okay down there? <laughs> I was so spaced out. I was like thinking in my head it was normal. Like I had my music on, I was laying on the grass. I really wanted to get all my body onto the grass to really ground because I won't go into it. No, but I did like this very, very intense meditation in this session. Like probably, mm. definitely up there with the most intense I've ever felt my connection. So it's, it can be quite overwhelming. So I was like, I really need to ground. Yeah. Like I need to ground this energy back in. So yeah, I'm led there on the grass with like my neck on the grass and my body on the grass. Did you ever listen to this music? Off? yeah toes out yeah toes out like led- <laughs> and it was on that i don't even know what it is it's like a little fieldy grass thing it's not really that big is it across the road yeah that's not where i would go and chill after i'd walk down yeah i didn't know what you were talking park, about you know, oh like, i didn't know like, I, I was just looking for grass i was just like heading towards any grass i saw yeah and i'm like led there having a bloody great time singing all this music and this guy like comes up he's like first he went good morning and i thought it's in the morning good and morning he's been up for hours at this point i've been up Gone to Starbucks, not been allowed in, then gone to Greg's, done work, gone to therapy, come out. I felt like it was the evening. He's like, Good morning. I thought, What world am I living in right now? He's like, Are you right? And I was like, yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> he must have actually thought I was having like some kind of mental breakdown. And then I was like, Oh, wait, it is half 10 on like a Thursday morning. Maybe people aren't usually led in the park. It's not even a. <laughs> Where you were though, it's not a park. You were just chilling in a bit of a grass verge in the middle of this village. Which I know the, this village well, and I stroll through it sometimes, go for a little drink at the pub there or whatever. I don't think I've ever seen anyone chilling on that bit, so I'm not surprised. And that's why they were looking I'm at me weird. I'm not surprised that you came, get a few looks, and had someone yeah, come and check that you were okay. <laughs> 
because it's like this quiet, quaint, tiny little village. Yeah. That probably nothing goes on nothing there other on. than like the ducks swim in the stream and I must the church confused, bells ring. Because I knew that you said there was a park and I, I went into it and I thought, this must not be the park, it's really small. I thought, well, I'm just going to lie here anyway. <laughs> so yeah, that's why you go to therapy because you just can't dupe that shit. <laughs> exactly. I reckon probably you'd find me on like the Waddington face-up page. Or yes. Something. Oh my. Is this girl God. okay? <laughs> Spotted, <laughs> blonde, young blonde woman lying yeah. f- um, barefoot on the on the grass verge of the village at ten thirty on Thursday morning. <laughs> Unsure if she's mentally stable. Anyone sees her wandering around, make sure she's okay. <laughs> Literally, that will be it. Oh, so funny. Um, well, anyway, but it was I'm, very I'm glad fun. you yeah. enjoyed it. Even afterwards, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. <laughs> it's I just funny the great time, time of it as well. Like, it's Thursday morning when, you know, people work. Yeah. But obviously, like, you but worked, that's you, f- you got up at 6am and worked. So yeah, you could yeah. lie on the grass at half 10. But that's why I find it funny because he was like, oh, you're all right. And I was like, I'm more than all right. I'm led on the grass on a Thursday morning. There's nothing better to me right now than being led on this grass. This I would love to have seen him. And he was probably thinking, is she okay? I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like a dog I wish you had. Was he just... Yeah, he did have a, a dog with him. Man. And then some others walked past as well and they gave me a really weird look. They didn't That's say hi. That's so funny. Yeah, to be honest, I, it's probably the most craziest thing that village has ever seen. <laughs> I think much goes on there. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'm glad you had it. <laughs> well, last week, on last week's episode, I said that I was claiming this week, as in last week, as like a good week and mm. like it not being overwhelmed. I'm not getting overwhelmed. <laughs> Like my brain chimed. <laughs> oh yeah, and it worked. That's good. Do you know, do you, I think we killed it last. No, week. No, we did kill it last week. Yeah. Like I was like really in control. Like I like yeah. I was like filling out my my Grace Beverly productivity planner the de- mm. night before, mm. so I've like time blocked out my day, and all this kind of stuff. And I was like had my workouts planned. I've started actually using um, Chrissy Cheller's workout app evolve mm. you i just wanted to, to have something a bit different i know that i love using Lacey's programs mm-hmm. as well but i just wanted to try something different like try a different trainer in that i love you so much Lacey. <laughs> um <clears throat> so i in like an, i wanted like a new focus i was getting like a bit bored of my workouts yeah so i just wanted to change it up so i've like re- rehashed my routine basically mm. and it really helped me not feel um overwhelmed or like anxious yeah. So I claimed it as a good week, and through the power of intention, it was a good week. Smashed it. I yeah. feel like we did smash it. That my board was doing bits as well. The whiteboard. Yeah. The I was pow- going to share a picture on my hell. Instagram story of the week completed, but then I thought people oh, might think no, I was a little it's bit insane. so sick. I'll show you after it is. No, you get No, but this picture is pretty <laughs> But yeah, I might do. I think like people What's might that, actually all benefit. Things TikTok? TikTok. Yeah, like all the. Ha- I didn't even show like you. Yeah, like a productivity yeah. machine. Yeah, they were literally thinking, task, wow, this girl. Task killer. It, it was quite intense, but maybe I think I will show a picture because I've rewrote it now for the new week and I put like my workouts on. I love that and all that. Um, it definitely like well kept me accountable and also with like just really accountable with um. Food is in like because I could see and I wasn't even being that restrictive, but I could see what calories I'd eaten. So then. Like I don't, like I don't go into bad habits of like binging and mm. being like, oh, I'll just eat loads of food and then ruin it and eat loads of food the next day. Mm. I could clearly see like I've eaten that amount of calories and that's totally fine, and I'm just gonna eat like whatever tomorrow if that makes sense because mm. I've done my calories on it as well. Like so, it actually really, really helped me not fall into like bad habits. Yeah, I think sometimes like obviously sometimes 
calorie counting is like triggering for some people and everyone's mm. got to like do what's right for them because everyone's got a different relationship to to that and food it doesn't work for some people but sometimes just a slight just measuring it just mm. means what gets measured gets improved the same way yeah. like writing down the work you need to do and like the yeah. workouts you need to do and all that kind of stuff and then ticking off that you've done it you're just measuring that you do it just makes you actually stick to the habit rather yeah, than like exactly. forcing control or forcing perfection or yeah. forcing something that you don't actually i don't know want to do or can't do or whatever yeah exactly that, that's what it is for me just not not being too restrictive but just being like aware, aware yeah yeah well i'll share i'll share a story maybe with the new board oh yeah well actually it would have gone right now but people love it I'll add it to a highlight. Yeah, I think whiteboard like, highlight on yeah. Abby's Instagram. <laughs> the whiteboard. Um, but no, I would recommend. I've, I've enjoyed it, the accountability so far. Well, what does James Clear said? He said only successful people have whiteboards. So. <laughs> I don't think he said it in that words. That was more my words. But, <laughs> but basically, yeah. But basically that. Well, yeah, and I'm feeling it. Even though it's taken up half of my bedroom, I'm feeling it. <laughs> oh, I love it, mate. I love the one you sent me a picture of it and in the middle it said like you can do it or yeah something like that. And i keep writing different focus quotes on, on one task at a time or something i thought yeah yeah if, was, if i was reading that if i was constantly glancing that all day i'd mm. i should be on fire yeah <laughs> well that's how i did feel last week it was a productive week yeah so look guys get yourself a whiteboard mm-hmm. get yourself a grace beverly productivity planner mm-hmm. Get yourself writing down what you need to be doing and fucking do it. And yeah. you'll feel so much better. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know throughout this episode we've been talking about therapy dupes, but sometimes it just cannot be duped despite what we're saying in this episode. And you do actually just need to go to therapy. And even that in itself can be so hard because you're like, where do I go? Like, how do I find a therapist? Like, how do I know who's decent? Like, how much is it going to cost me? How's it going to work? How do I get there? All these questions that can be so overwhelming. Never mind the fact that you're actually going to go to a therapist and talk about your feelings and like process things that may be hard for you to talk about. And that's why we have the perfect therapy resource for you, BetterHelp, which is an online therapy platform who are the sponsors of the Find Your Feet podcast. The best thing about BetterHelp is it doesn't take long to get signed up with your perfect therapist. All you need to do is fill out a really quick questionnaire on their website. Just let them know a little bit about you, what your needs are, what you'd like to chat about in therapy, even if you don't even really know what that is. Just write a couple words, that's enough. And they will match you with the perfect therapist that they feel is aligned with you, your personality, and what kind of things you'd like to work on. Because they have thousands and thousands of highly qualified licensed therapists on there. They all specialize in different things. They're going to match you up with your perfect therapist. And even if you get matched with somebody and you have your first session with them, and you think, I don't really connect with this person because the main thing that's going to help you get the most out of therapy above everything is that you have a good relationship with that therapist so you can really open up and get the most out of each session and feel seen and feel comfortable to be you is that you get on well with them. So if you feel like you don't connect with the therapist, BetterHelp let you change therapists as many times as you want as no, at no additional charge until you find the right therapist for you. But using BetterHelp for therapy is so easy to do. You just schedule weekly video or telephone 
calls with your therapist through the Secure app. You can message your therapist on the chat box throughout the week and have check-ins with them, ask them anything you need to know. They sometimes set you a bit of homework as well. You can go and ask them about that. And then you can come to your session on BetterHelp and do that every week. You don't have to travel anywhere. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. It's so easy, it's so secure. And the other best thing about it is it's really, really affordable. So one of the main things that stands in the way of people getting the access therapy is a financial cost. And that's why BetterHelp wanna help everybody become the happiest versions of themselves today by making therapy that little bit more accessible with the price point. And you're also going to get an additional 10% off your first month of therapy by using our code FINDINGYOURFEET. So just head to link betterhelp.com forward slash findyourfeet. That's betterhelp.com forward slash findyourfeet to redeem your 10% off your first month of therapy with BetterHelp. So we'll dive into the therapy dupes which is the topic of the episode today <laughs> so i want to start off with this one it's one we've talked about loads before but like i actually think it's the biggest therapy dupe and mm. it's journaling yeah and like just that self-reflection journal. and um i just you can honestly therapize yourself through it like mm. you can literally like have breakthrough moments where you're like oh my god like as if that's what was causing Mm. this emotion or something like that like whenever we feel something it's always stemming from something and sometimes it's actually really hard to figure out what that is and sometimes it takes a while to figure out what that is but basically journaling really helps you recognize like your patterns or even uncover parts of your subconscious mind that you didn't realize was what was bringing that emotion forward Mm -hmm. like so many times i've just felt like annoyed and i'm like why am i annoyed and then gone to my journal like felt upset or lost i'm like why do i feel like this gone to my journal and just without expectation just do kind of like free hand writing like stream of consciousness Mm -hmm. like just i feel like shit today Mm. and then start moaning like just get it out and then you start writing 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 writing, and just don't really think about what you're writing just or like how you need to structure it because there's a reason away like it's not like perfection it's not like you're trying to like it's like a obviously journaling prompts are great but i think when you're you can just do like scribbles Mm -hmm. of whatever is in your brain that you just need to get out that's perfect like that's Mm -hmm. so good and usually by the you get to the end of the journal entry like kind of like solved it mm-hmm. or you haven't but you've kind of said i don't know what to do with this and within that even just saying i don't know what to do with this but like i'm open to a solution you're telling like your subconscious to go and look for a solution mm. and also you're telling the universe that you want a solution so yeah it will respond mm. but like i think because i've done so much therapy before i'd say a, a thing you can do by yourself that's a habit that's actually will get you the same kind of self-reflection like pattern spotting and like learning about yourself the high at the highest dupe level yeah it's journaling (laughs) for sure yeah no i totally agree i think as well with journaling it's like you can get to some places not that you wouldn't get with a therapist but you get to it in a different way because like you've got the time and space to literally just unfold onto the paper and i think like I put on my story the other day on Saturday morning, I put on about like, and loads of people like really resonate with that. It's always when I think people are going to be like, I'll be sure. What did you put? <laughs> they really remember. resonate with it. Um, I just put how I had a perfect Saturday morning because I'd woke up early naturally. Yeah. Done my meditation, which I'm oh, absolutely yeah. loving. And then journal, but I'd put, um, sometimes you don't need a therapist. You just need to allow yourself, you know, the gift of allowing yourself to fall apart on the paper. Mm, love that. 
Yeah, because I was thinking that it's the exact same for everything we'll talk about today, but it's very similar with journaling and therapy. It's like, you will get out of it what you put in and like whether how much you allow yourself to go in. Like you could buy a journal and journal and never actually be honest with yourself and never actually allow yourself to unfold and unpack things. Like just because like you're scared or maybe you're scared of being vulnerable. Or I've even heard people say like, and like, I suppose sometimes there's nothing you can do about this, but some people might say, oh, I generally just don't feel that comfortable fully unfolding in my journal because I'm scared somebody in the house might pick it up. Yeah. Like that is a thing. Like if you don't really want to tell all the things that's swirling around in your head, if you're scared someone's going to read it, then that is a real fear. Um, But that's what I think with like, like if you were to sit there and really, really allow yourself to be super honest and just like fall apart and write all out, like that can be just as beneficial as therapy because mm. somebody could be going to therapy for a year and not allowing themselves to step in, do you know mm. what I mean? And just being like, oh, I'm going to therapy, but they're not actually yeah, really getting it's that, anywhere. Yeah, that like level of like honesty, like yeah. actually like, yeah, and like being open. Yeah, because only like you can really, like therapists can help walk you there and help step mm. you in, but like, it's up to you at the end of the day. They're not going to like no, yeah, do it all like for you or anything. Pull it out of your brain. Yeah, exactly. So like if you're really honest with yourself and practice getting really honest with yourself, journaling, you probably will uncover some really deep things that then you could even take to therapy. Yeah, that's so true. That, that yeah, that if you weren't journaling, mm. you might've just gone like, oh, not much has happened since my last session, I'm a bit of a blank slate. But whereas if you actually spend the time in the middle of journaling, then it's just like a win-win situation. But no, I totally, totally agree that journaling is just like, the best thing in the world i just absolutely love it yeah it is biggest therapy dupe yeah especially the stream of consciousness because sometimes things will come out and you're like what on earth didn't know i thought that or like some really beautiful moments i think come out on the paper mm-hmm. and then when you really feel like you're just meeting your higher self yeah 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 or like you're just yeah, like oh you're you like channeling like, in a way yeah, you can even end up like mm. writing soothing messages to yourself oh yeah it's like, where so is soothing. this coming from yeah like, it's like your higher self like yeah yeah and then you read it back and you're like oh my god that is like the sweetest message ever yeah it, yeah it really just like the baseline of it is like so much strengthening your self-love i think yeah journaling like i think it's just like the place to and start the place connection. to end connection to self yeah yeah i think like it's a really great way as well to restore your hope and your faith in mm. if you lose that like mm. if you are feeling lost or you are feeling down or you're feeling like nothing's working out for you or it's just not going your way or anything or like just yeah it's just bad times mm. i think going to journaling and then when you're writing like when you kind of tap into that higher self version of you Mm -hmm. which you can get to literally so easily from journaling you can get to it from like doing a five minute higher self meditation or something or like just tuning into like the that version of you that's like all knowing and positive Mm -hmm. it's always there but like you just don't always like connect with it but journaling is like the amazing way for it to come out like there's so many things in my journal where I've like probably written like very soothing messages to myself. Mm. I'm like, where did that even come from? Yeah, yeah, literally. But then kind of like when I look back on it and I'm like, whatever I was worrying about at the time, like it either never came true or it fixed itself because mm. it, everything always does end up fixing itself anyway. Mm-hmm. I love that fact of like how like 90% of your worries don't even come true and stuff like yeah, that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um because when you're writing that like you're restoring that hope and faith in yourself but actually it does actually manifest and come real like Mm -hmm. that whatever it is that you're hoping for yeah no totally for the 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 brighter days (laughs) 
Yeah. And I think like if if anyone is feeling like a bit resistant to journaling or like they're like, but what do you journal about? Like how do you start? I feel like that can come like as in like you just gotta take it slow. Like if you're not used to meeting yourself, like maybe you and your emotion, then you might find it hard to actually get it onto paper. But there's like loads of things you could do. Like even I've not actually read the book, but like my friend does it. Like you know the artist way, where like oh, yeah. every single I don't morning. Know, I think I want to do that. Yeah, I think I do as well, and just keep it as like a life practice. Yeah. Things that is it two pages or three pages every three single morning? morning? Pages, yeah. Yeah, uh, my friend Jenny does it, and she said it's like an absolute game changer. But like in that, and then you've got to take yourself on a solo day a week. Yeah, as well. Um, but you can just like do do a Mo Gowda on it and just write out all oh, like yeah. like we spoke about this before but for people that haven't heard of it it is just so powerful to grab a journal and just write out everything that's in your mind whether it's good bad whether you think it's evil whether you think it's really happy just write it all out all your worries all the positive things until you like have nothing left and then you're like like say you've already wrote it you can't wrote it twi- write it twice and then you're like all oh, right I've wrote everything now and in that moment you might not feel any relief you might just be like okay cool now I can see all my worries but you will notice a difference like Mm. do it for a few days do it for a week you will notice a massive difference like your head becomes way more clear because all of a sudden it's on the paper and you're like I really don't need to worry about that don't need to worry about that and you just feel like so much better that it's like out of your mind Mm -hmm. and onto paper rather than all muddled you know you see those diagrams or everything muddled yeah (laughs) and it's like so hard to like it feels heavier in your brain Mm, yeah when you haven't got it out mm. into like clear like what it is yeah it feels heavier than what it actually is yeah because then once you see it on the paper as well it's just so simple you just know can i change something about that or can i not yeah and if you can you can slowly do it and if you can't you can learn to let go mm-hmm. but even though it sounds a bit i don't know it, it kind of is that simple in a way even the hardest things in life like it is it just really come down to that yeah I feel like therapy brings you like this, like obviously this like safe space to kind of release, and like I feel as well for like your you, you like a stability. It's like a moment of stability for like someone else to like hold you up for a mm. minute. So I feel like a great dupe for this <laughs> is like solid routines. Mm-hmm. because those solid routines hold you up emotionally as well mm-hmm. you, know, you know like i was saying like oh last week like i said oh this week i'm not gonna get i'm not gonna let myself get overwhelmed how i was because mm-hmm. i'm like recognizing what is it that makes me feel overwhelmed and what are actually really simple routine changes that i can make that make me feel calm and not overwhelmed mm-hmm. and how did i figure out what that was i journaled about it <laughs> <laughs> but like so i i think that solid routines even though maybe they're annoying to like wake up and go to the gym or to be going to bed at the same time or to be sticking to a meal plan or sticking to your to-do list and not banking on your future self to be extra extra productive tomorrow Mm. like over and over overestimating your future self (laughs) and stuff like that and like not splitting your tasks out properly like i just feel like solid routines they require discipline and they might be a bit annoying sometimes but actually you kind of like you're really nurturing yourself because it's like you're being a like a mum like mm. a parent to yourself mm. you know so i i think that 
because if you need there if you need therapy like you feel a bit emotionally rocky usually and like routines really help to ground more yes and just bring a bit of calm and and like because you know what's going to happen yeah makes you feel better yeah totally and that's like not to be underestimated yeah uh that's stability Mm. so like i would be as anal as you want and like mm-hmm. write out when you're gonna wake up what time you're going to bed like put your phone on do not disturb read before bed or whatever you need to do to make sure you actually go to bed at a decent time like plan out your meals for the week like make it fun like mm-hmm. go on instagram look at em the nutritionist look at her <laughs> reels and make some of a nice video <laughs> nice food like and then plan out your workouts like maybe do workouts with your friends like plan a walk with your friend go to a gym class with your friend do something fun like plot it all in so they're all things that are going to make you feel really good. And they might be, might feel a bit like on the day of doing it, like when you're doing all these things, but actually like over the course of time, a week, mm-hmm. we'll have a few days, whatever, you will feel so much better. Yeah, totally. I think it, it just takes away that um, uncertainty. Yes. You know, if you're anxious, like you're already just trying to keep it together. So yeah. it's like... <laughs> having your routine nailed down um is so important you just reminded me there when you said workouts with your friends i really want to start a tennis club not a tennis club god please a tennis group yeah please yeah let's do it oh my god i'd be so down for that yeah okay i was thinking it last week because i need to tell grace perfect spring summer activity isn't it i've been wanting to do tennis for ages but the weather's been horrific it was like winter yeah well let's do it it's not really any indoor courts around here so we need to go outside in the nice weather yeah well, we can organise it. I would love it. that. What a great idea. Yeah, so we've got dance, we've got tennis. Uh, yeah, and it's such a good exercise, like, just being outside. But, like, you, you're not... Like, it's not, like, any annoying And it's going to be really fun. We can do, like, doubles. Yeah, get all competitive. <laughs> oh, my God! I'm buzzing! <laughs> well, there you go, guys. That's an idea if you can't think of anything. Um, but, no, totally, totally agree. I absolutely love routine, especially if I'm feeling a bit wobbly. Yeah. Um, Another one is to spend time with friends and family and people that love you and can support you and i was also thinking as well like the importance of talking it out but like stepping in even when you don't want to but that's probably coming from my point of view because i know that in the past i've struggled with like talking about how i feel and like bringing it up like in my teenage years i just bottle it all up so that became like my coping mechanism so that's like my default so if I were like was in a situation and I'm I wanted therapy but like I just didn't want to go or I didn't have the money or something, I would actively try and like speak it out and like try and tell people and step into that vulnerability because maybe a lot of the time when you go into therapy you want to learn how to be vulnerable and talk about your feelings, but like you can do like a bit of exposure therapy in a way and like push yourself, like talk to your friends, go to one that like you feel most comfortable with just say like even one thing like say with you maybe sometimes I might say like one thing like a little seed and then you're like oh really what are you okay but sometimes I need that like sometimes I really struggle to be like oh actually no I don't feel that good suppose everyone's different but like I think pushing yourself a little bit in that way from one point of view Mm. and just talking to people that you feel like safe around it's not even that they need to give advice but like even if someone can just listen Mm. if it's your mum dad or something even if they're like I don't really know what to say but I'm actually just gonna listen and hear you out. Like mm. that's so powerful. Um yeah. Yeah, so true. 
um i think you're really good at like listening because <laughs> you nice. like <laughs> i think you like develop the skill of it more as well through like the course you've been doing yeah been therapizing me in secret i think i'm good at i got very listening because you're really good at talking about how you feel oh right so i got good at no but it's good for me because i'm like fucking oh. i need to take a leave out of your book because oh. i think you're really good at bringing it how you feel oh so then oh. i just like listen and then i'm like thinking Happy, you should be more like this. <laughs> oh, well, I feel like you listen without trying to fix, and that's really nice. Oh, that's nice. Because when I told you that I was really anxious the other day, the other week, it was on Friday, and I was like, mate, I've got nothing in the tank. I've just accidentally <laughs> fallen asleep on Friday. I think, oh, listen's probably thinking, you lot don't do any fucking work. You nothing on a Friday afternoon. Sitting in the park at half ten on Thursday morning after therapy with your toes out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we like work weird, weird hours around all the time. Yeah, but we yeah, do. No, I had like nothing left. I don't know why. Mm. And I was like messaging you and I was like, I should not feel any good. And you were just like, that's okay. And I was like, but I was like, I know there's nothing wrong in my life though. I just don't, yeah. don't feel right, good right now. Like there's actually, everything's really great. And I've got loads, to, I'm very blessed. And like, I've got loads to be grateful for. <laughs> I just feel like fucking shit right now. I just have anxiety all through me. And you were like, that's okay. Gratitude and anxiety can coexist. I was like, they can, can't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because I do sometimes think, we think that like, we're like, I feel so sad or anxious. Like, why? I'm so grateful. But it's like, you can have both. Both, yeah. It's it's so true, though. Yeah. Yeah, and you just like, you know, not every day thriving queen. It's okay. Yeah. Well, it's true. We we can't be every day, can we? I feel like you we helped me actually just accept how I was feeling and just more Aww. surrender to it, which then instantly made me feel so much better because I was resisting how I was feeling. So I was mm. like, I should be at my desk right now. I shouldn't feel like I'm on minus ten energy. Yeah, I should be a. I should be working. I should be outputting. Yeah, I think that allowing is so important. I think I think we're both like that a bit in in business and in life like sometimes like you've literally just got to let go and be like okay this is what we're with right now yeah what can we do because i think the more you force it say if you were to sat at your desk you would have literally felt awful well yeah i accidentally fell asleep then we had a fucking meeting with our accountant <laughs> and i rocked up and like i like shit half my face was red because you only have a nap when you yeah. nap on your hand and you like smush your face <laughs> up and like i just came to the meeting like i don't know what the fuck's going on <laughs> and apologize for my parents <laughs> you were fine that's so well that's good to know well there you go just meeting people where they're at i suppose yeah. that's the message isn't it but, yeah. but also i suppose allowing yourself to bring it in a way yeah and not bottling it up because that's the main reason you end up in therapy is yeah. to keep bottling it up yeah exactly <laughs> and I, and as well i rang my mum and i was like what are you doing today and she was like she was off work but she was like busy doing whatever i was like I feel like shit. <laughs> she was like, okay. <laughs> like, she didn't try and fix me, but she was like, let's hang out then. Because yeah. she knows that I just need to hang out. And I was like, oh, thanks, mummy. <laughs> um, and, you know, that all that makes everything so much better. Yeah. So that's why it's, it's good to be forthcoming and vulnerable with your feelings. And yeah. as well, when you're like that, then, you know, other people feel that they can be like that with you. Mm, totally. Because at the end of the day, we all feel different things. Like, we all feel hard emotions sometimes. And, mm-hmm. you know, we should be able to talk to people about it. Yeah. Oh, I was listening to a pod this morning and someone said something really simple. But it's always those simple things I love. You know, she just said, um, 
I used to always think that asking for help was a sign of weakness, but it's actually a sign of strength. Yeah. It's like, it actually is so true. Like actually allowing yourself. I think especially when it comes to like men's mental health stuff, I think obviously I don't know what it feels like to be a man and it must be really tough because you want to be like that masculine strong. But I think there is so much strength in being like, actually, no, I need help because that's harder sometimes to ask. It's it's easier sometimes to ball it up. So like, well done anyone out there trying. Yeah. It's hard, but so doable. (laughs) Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Another therapy dupe that I love is to like learn something new or water your mind. Mm. Uh, And I'm kind of putting this in this in the category of like something like optimistic. So maybe it's listening to the podcast and you hear the woman say, sometimes asking asking for help is actually the strongest thing you can do. Mm -hmm. You know, and you hear that one little thing that just just changes Mm. you know so like i actively try and seek out new inspiration all the time but especially when i am not feeling great Mm -hmm. like that and you know when the students ready the teacher appears that's when like some of the most iconic books of your like Mm -hmm. personal growth journey land in your lap the things that change your life like so and that is just a therapy tube Mm. and if I ever duped it (laughs) like I remember when I read A Return to Love Mm. by Marianne Williamson because so many people said that that book changed my life that book changed my life and like I always heard it and had it screenshot on my phone from ages ago and like I just forgot it was there and I never bought it because I wasn't ready to obviously read that then it wasn't that I was resisting it but it's because I really believe like books find you yeah and um and I was like I'm gonna get that book actually like the, like this was the time to get the book like so came back into my consciousness even though it dropped in so many times before but I didn't I just didn't actually read it yet mm-hmm. so I ordered it and I like absolutely devoured it and it was in a time when I was actually feeling like so lost like really deep in like a healing stage at the right start of a healing stage as well and like mm-hmm. had so much like oh, I was dusting up some shit dusting <laughs> <So I was laughs> up some cobwebs in my brain <laughs> And, like, processing stuff that happened and, like, just trying to, like, piece myself back together like mm. and just, like, recenter and, like, basically re recenter and, like, realign to, to create a new future. Because I was, like, mm. it's, like, something happened where it's just, like, and it's, like, you either heal now and stop this pattern continuing or you, it continues. Mm-hmm. And so I was in this real sort of, like, a rebuild stage. Mm. and where like I was thirsty for new inspiration that was going to redirect me to where I need to go and I feel like A Return to Love is one of the books like when they say books that was pivotal on your journey that was one of them another one for me was You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero yeah that's the same for me we love the same books iconic <laughs> that book literally made me quit my job yeah, and you told years me after, first, but it planted cool. the seeds. Yeah, made me. It made it opened my eyes to thinking that I could have a life that I actually wanted and a life mm. of freedom. Um, and, you know, yeah. So like, I just think ugh, some of those books that you come your way that just like change everything. Mm. It's just it's literally life changing. It is. They become like a little bible in a way yeah i was like highlighting the shit out of return to love yeah me too i love looking back on it because as well it's just such 
the beautiful book like so beautifully written and the message just everything about it is, everything about it is incredible um but no it's so true because i think as well when you're like you're in like a hurt place or maybe like you're going through transformation maybe it's a breakup or maybe something happening you need to heal it's like because you're like doing a sprinkling of what you want to get rid of you want to fill it with new stuff and as well i think as well when you're like reading a really good book it's like the buzz of like finding something new and like your soul resonating with something new is so nice and refreshing yeah i think it's like such a pick-me-up as well like if you're not feeling that good it's like no like i can change my brain i can fill it with new things like it's exciting yeah and in a return to love actually just made me think of this thing that they always say because it's based on the principles of the course in miracles and they, mm. that always says the miracle isn't in like you walking on water or something like that or like mm. you changing water into wine <laughs> don't mind for making jesus references <laughs> but like do you mean the, the miracle isn't in like you becoming a millionaire the miracle is just in you like changing your having new thought yeah like a better thought like yeah. a more positive thought more loving thought that returning to love that mm-hmm. that's that's where the miracle is yeah because and, and i heard that so many times i was like what the fuck does that mean how's that a miracle <laughs> but then once you like hear it again and again and again because like i always hear like marion williamson say it gabby bernstein say it like other people that like are into that vibe they always saying it and eventually it makes sense because then when you start to you start to realize like everything does start in our brains our mm. minds and our thoughts so the miracle is in that one switch of a better feeling thought because that is what changes the course of your action and it yeah. might not happen like that like as in the course of action might not change like that and your reality changes literally in an instant but it actually does with time as yeah. long as you like stay committed to that better feeling thought mm-hmm. because you can look back on your life on so many times where you had the opportunity to lie in the gutter and wallow in it mm. and be a victim and not make uh not grow from a situation or even though it was hard even though it's painful even though you felt like shit even though it was sad even though you didn't feel good you decided to choose a new path and it didn't mean you denied any of your pain that was still there but you just chose to like just take one like just as even a shift of your head like your perspective just look mm. maybe a brighter way rather than where you were and that that's the miracle because then later on you see that one tiny choice was what got you to where mm-hmm. you are now when you're in a better place like, and i think everyone in life can like probably look back and reflect and like see where that's true for them yeah and that could be just the, it could be like just one thing your friend said or like that made you change your mind or like one thing you heard on a podcast or a read in a book mm. or, or just that you decided to not like believe that you weren't mm. that like i don't know like You're your like dream job wasn't possible back. or like yeah. love wasn't possible or like just deciding to just not think those things mm. that's, that's where so the, that's where the miracle is yeah that's beautiful therapy dupe <laughs> yeah therapy dupe is return to love yeah. that will definitely give you something to bloody bring to therapy won't yeah. it <laughs> Because you like uproots everything. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. Powerful, powerful stuff. Okay, so the next one is to spend time in nature and just spend time like really listening to nature, like flowing with it, like listening to like the signs of nature, like whether that's like an animal that keeps appearing, you know, like people get signs maybe through Mm. like butterflies or things like that or like certain birds or just like, like when your mind is busy, I think 
allowing yourself to be outside and just really looking at nature you know like admiring the flowers like really looking into flower like I always it always blows my mind when I look into a flower and I'm like that literally looks like the universe like do you ever just, look into your eye and yeah think it looks like the fucking universe? yeah not yeah. to be because a narcissist like wow my eyes are so beautiful <laughs> but you ever look into what's the you know the color bit of your eye and it looks like the universe yeah like with all the lines I don't know what that bit that uh, is. is it called an iris Maybe yeah I think it's an iris I think Mind. yeah your pupil your iris no it literally does but that's what like literally blows my mind because when you watch documentary on the space and you're like oh my god it looks, looks the like same yeah it's crazy yeah literally um it's crazy but i think obviously for like the entire length of time since i don't know since humans evolved we've always flown with nature we've always like evolved with nature so it's like it's nothing new it's like it's not that's surprising that nature will soothe you and mm. literally soothe your nervous system. Like that's what it's meant to do. Like we are living animals, living, breathing. We flow with nature. We're just a part of like the universe, the same mm. way that nature is, but not the same way like all these man-made stuff is. So it's not surprising that it soothes you, but I think if you are intentional about it as well, and like it's not always easy to even motivate yourself to spend time in nature. Like it can so easy be like, oh, I'm too busy. I'm not, I'm not going to spend time in nature. I'm not going to go and walk out walk or anything but I think it can be so soothing to connect with nature and have like a relationship in a way and allow it to like recharge you whether yeah. that's like the wind through your hair whether that's touching trees whether that's just grounding in the grass getting your toes out on yeah. a Thursday morning <laughs> it's so so um it's so therapeutic but I think the more you do it the more connected you feel as well yeah and i think like even for someone who doesn't prioritize like going out into nature and might be hearing you think connect with nature thinking what are you talking about connect with nature i'm going to connect with myself like what are you talking about like that might sound really foreign i think even just being on a wall or just being in some sort of greenery without you even trying to connect it is Mm. healing you because you know you notice like i think when you need healing as well you're really drawn to going and like spending time in parks and like going on walks Mm. and whatever but even when you do just go on a walk like you feel so much calmer for the rest of the day yeah and that's not even with you thinking i'm gonna go on this walk and i'm going to feel calm after the walk you just do because that is what being outside does because it's so natural to do that Mm. um so it it's it's like uh, a dupe it <laughs> is a dupe and um i think it's like as well it's like making that time for that slower pace mm. of life and more still which is which is really important as well like to just take a minute to just like stop doing and just mm. be yeah no be bu- just be buddha for a sec we'll go we all mm. need to check in with our internal internal buddhas and like just mm. have five minutes to be a zen master we all need to do that (laughs) yeah we do on the topic of stillness though as well i think what can be really really powerful that can bring up things um for you to like digest is doing something where you're getting completely into your body like breath work or a sound bath or like something somatic or obviously just meditation but something where you're actually allowing like whatever stirring inside of you to like just simmer for a bit and like listening like that is so so powerful and i think like I said, again, like things in that may come up that may never have the chance to rear their head in the therapy room because you are led there with yourself and like you're just allowing yourself to go in and allowing stuff to come up. And um, 
you may be surprised like when you do meditations and stuff you may get like a message or a word or mm. a face or something and you may think what the hell but like usually it will mean something it's just like your intuition talking um but i think even things like breath work the amount of breath works i've done i thought oh i'm fine i've done a breath work and i was just like burst out crying or something yeah because, i mean that is therapy <laughs> mm. do you know what i mean like allowing yourself to release emotion like that is just your own version of therapy 100 percent it's like giving yourself that space for your body to feel relaxed and safe enough to let that emotion out. Yeah. Sometimes we're too busy working, doing, going out, blah, yeah. that you're in just not in a spot for any of that to emerge. Yeah, exactly. When I get the tears coming, though, I that I just I push them away. I don't know what's wrong with me. Why, when you're on your own? Yep. But then sometimes I like put on a song and I'm like, right, come on. <laughs> Squeeze it out. Uh, it can be hard. Mm. I think sometimes when you, you want to more, sometimes I can make it hard as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, that was all the therapy dupes that are like actually helpful and serious and yeah. like genuinely duped. But we've got to have a funny therapy dupe as well. Yeah, because you see so many funny ones online, don't you? Yeah. <clears throat> so what's yours? Well, I thought you were going to tell me what mine was. I think that's <laughs> like, So funnier. what's yours? Not that I told you what it was before. Go on. Yeah, well, I said we should think of one for each other, didn't I? Well, yeah, but yours funny. came to me straight away. <laughs> <laughs> so your therapy dupe would be like going online and ordering a load of clothes. <laughs> Uh, feel better 100% <laughs> and to be honest I'm not even sorry about it no you shouldn't do be. I put myself backwards in terms of financial progression stability and and all that shit 100% but does my soul feel better for it absolutely so I would rather <laughs> die a well dressed soul I'd rather be in my casket looking fit in my new threads and mm. looking fly than not so i'm like totally happy i was literally saying to my mom the day i was like at a soul level it makes me so happy <laughs> to like have the clothes that i want to have or whatever and not for anyone else to like say you look cool for me to just enjoy it mm. it's all for me and yeah obviously it's nice when people say you look sick <laughs> but like i just can't not it makes me too happy that it outweighs all the cons there's a lot of cons <laughs> i mean i don't literally go mental like and put myself in debt or something to buy bloody clothes but i could definitely buy less and i'm not also i'm making myself sound like i'm some like um unsustainable food, uh clothes buyer that then chucks all the stuff out do you know what i mean yeah i'm like contributing to landfill i'm not because i actually keep, no, you keep everything really stuff as well. yeah and I, I wear it to death but like i just get and you so... really really look after your stuff i've never known someone to look after stuff so much in my <laughs> whole entire life yeah i get so like emotionally attached like yeah I'm, no, like, it's good i i do i just, it's something at a deep soul level I, I think it's a contract i signed before i, I came it's... to earth it's it's not even it's not even me it's something else i feel like maybe in a past life you were like egyptian with all the gold and everything like in your little yeah tube. maybe i was like yeah maybe in the past life i was like like i was like the queen yeah probably you know like 
high priestess or something somewhere yeah and i was just like dripping yeah yeah and it's just stayed with you that's fine absolutely fine i think i was even like that as a kid though and i was definitely like that when i was younger I yeah so to, that's why i used to bamboos of my mom into taking me shopping all the fucking time <laughs> and like she wouldn't really do it with my brothers she'd be like grace what the hell are you doing why do you always make me end up spending so much money on you and i'm like <laughs> i look cool though <laughs> I can just imagine. So yeah, it's definitely my therapy dupe. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes, and I've said it on the pod before, I was like, I've gone to therapy, I spent 60 quid every week to go to therapy, whatever, for, for a period of time. I think we're doing like a end of year reflections episode and I was saying that I'd done a lot of therapy that year. I was like, I could have easily gone and dropped 60 quid in Zara every week and looked fresh, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We all have seasons. Yeah. Totally. So what do you think mine is? Hugging trees. <laughs> 100%. It definitely is. <laughs> like hugging trees and like talking to them and stuff. <laughs> it's like, is Abby solving her problems? No, she's just in a field hugging that tree. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm having a great time. As long as it's me and my tree, I'm having a great time over here. Yeah. I as it. I said to that guy, I'm having a great time. Don't yeah, you worry no. about me, sir. Yeah, I'm like, do not worry about me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm more than fine. I'm thriving. <laughs> I am. Um... No, it's funny. We've all got our things. Yeah, funny. Anyway, let us know what you guys' therapy dupes are like. Yeah. Your serious one that's actually good, and then your your funny one. Yeah. Even though that one's good as well, because obviously it's therapy dupe. But like, my other funny one that or... I think probably both of us would do. Oh yeah. Is go to the shop and buy loads of candy. Oh chocolate. fuck yeah. <laughs> Get the candy, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, feeling a bit emotionally unstable, so just get some candy. <laughs> yeah, get some chucky, get some chucky wucky cup of tea. Yeah, <sighs> cup of tea. Oh my god, that's such a therapy dupe. Oh my god, yeah. Why didn't we have that on there as a genuinely <laughs> serious therapy dupe? A cup of tea. Cup of tea goes alongside all the things on the board. <laughs> yeah, it's literally up there at the same level. Yeah, dupiness. Yeah, love it. Anyway, let yeah, let us know what your therapy dupes are, and thank you for tuning in. And if you're ready to dupe therapy, now you know what to do. Yeah, send this along to your friends that you feel like they need a dupe for therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up with us on socials at Find Your Feet Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Got some killer episodes coming out, and we've got some killer giveaways to come i'm not gonna say anything more about what it is but like you need to look out for the next upcoming episodes you have to listen to them and you have to keep up on our instagram so you can enter it because it's madness what's being given away but um so you want to you want to connect with us on social media so that you can be in the know of everything that's going on because there is going to be some big fat prizes for the find your feet community there is and it literally could be you that wins it so um could. come join us on the grams keep up to date with everything that's going on and we release episodes every wednesday so we'll see you next wednesday in a new episode see you then bye